This presentation is brought to you by the fine people at PepsiCo, makers of Mountain Dew Voltage. While they have not provided any promotional considerations towards this project, I just really like their products. Please bring back Livewire. That is all. OMFG, people! Hi guys, this is Rich Matheson, and I am coming to you from the campfire. And I just wanted to say a few things and share in the general excitement of frickin' Skyrim. And so I'll include my little kind of piecemeal half-ass review. Uh, not that any of you guys need a review. I mean, if you have played it, you know how you feel about it. But see, I, I've mentioned this before. I'm a PC player, and I initially had some fairly disturbing misgivings. The new inventory system, I'm not its biggest fan, and the lack of hotkeys really threw me off for a good six to eight hours. But <laughs> the game itself is, is uh, it's incredible, you guys. I, I'm loving it. It's, it's changed the way I see the world, kind of, because I'm driving the kids to school in the morning, and it's cold. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. And, you know, the, the fog is kind of hanging in the trees. I'll be, aww. It reminds me of Skyrim, the way the fog is hanging there. So, um, and, and, and cold mornings don't bother me anymore. I find it brisk. It's 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 like the lands of home. It's uh so, but yeah, uh, I I'm really enjoying Skyrim. I haven't even visited all the cities yet. I I've only been. It's been what? Uh, as I'm recording this, it was last Friday, and today is Wednesday. So it's only been like five days since it came out. And I've been all over that place, but I haven't visited Dawnstar or Winterhold. I, I'm looking at my little cloth map here. And cloth map, I'm sorry, but this thing is not a cloth map. It's it's like a... almost like a parchment-y kind of thing. So I've got to share a tale with you of my adventures, which I hope you'll appreciate. I had just gotten out of a mine, and I'm walking down the... And, and I'm... I don't know if this is spoiling anything for the podcast. I'm not... A Stormcloak, but I'm a Stormcloak sympathizer. I haven't actually met the dude and joined up and gotten the the t-shirt and, and the gold watch or anything like that. But I'm a Nord. My, my character is obviously Enro of the House of King. I tried to make him as fat as possible, but it, it just didn't work out. So I'm, you know, walking down the road and there's like this, like a carriage with this Imperial nobleman sitting in the carriage. And they're going by, and there's like an Imperial Guard next to him. So I walk by him and I go, assholes. And I just walk, and there's a hill, so I start going up the hill, and do-do-do-do-do-do-do, minding my business, and then I hear the, it's a bear. And I, historically in Elder Scrolls games, bears have always not been my best friend. I, I find it very difficult to beat them in combat. So I did what any logically-minded person would do, and I just sprinted like hell away from the guy. But, you know, they run fast, so he's coming after me, and I'm just running up the hill, running up the hill, running up the hill. And this guy's just coming after me. And so I, I reached, you know, where the hill starts going back down, and I said, oh, wait a minute, I've got an idea. And this is where my favorite new feature of Skyrim comes to light. Fusroda. I cannot express how much I love Fusroda. 
okay? So I, I maneuver him around. He's circling me like the hunter stalking his prey. And I'm and there's like a goat there and he's looking at me. He's like, oh crap, I'm not going to get in the middle of this. And so he kind of scampers off. The bear killed the goat. And I'm like, oh, cool. That, that was cool. So I, I can run away now. So I'm running away, but no, 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 he comes. And so I, I turn around and we're at the edge of this cliff and the cliff is behind him. So I say, Fusroda! And, and he just launches like a catapult. He just launches down there. And then all of a sudden, this little thing comes up on my screen. Your bounty has gone up to $40 in the reach. And I'm like, what the hell? My bounty? And what happened was when I Fusroda the bear, he launched off and he hit that freaking nobleman in his carriage. So, so I got a bounty for basically death from aboveing an imperial nobleman but the bastard had it coming so I don't feel really bad about that so I guess I'll just uh, talk about the podcast now Keeks Quest has been going crazy lately and I want to thank everyone who's left a 5 star review on iTunes I'm up to I think 41 5 star reviews so far um, so I, I mean I, I really appreciate it. it it's the reason I keep doing this so um you know, if, if you haven't sent in a review already, please do. Or email me. The email address is keegsquest at enrokeeg.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter. Uh, my username is enrokeeg. That's Y-N-R-O-H-K-E-E-G. I'm also going to be redesigning my website, enrokeeg.com. Right now, it's kind of a, a bloggy funky stupid thing really uh, I haven't updated it in years and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna redesign the whole thing and make it basically a Keeg's Quest dedicated website I'm gonna have a Twitter feed on there and uh, you'll have access to all the podcasts on there um, you could subscribe I set up a feed on FeedBurner and again I, I really don't know what I'm doing here but that allows me to track subscribers and and lets me know how many people are actually subscribing to the thing so that's new. If you're on iTunes, I'm not taking it off of there. So, you know, feel free to keep doing it on there. It's easier that way. So yeah, enrokeek.com. Hopefully before the first of the year, I'll have a new site up there. And it'll have character profiles and uh, hopefully a forum. So uh, if you want to discuss stuff, you can get on there and say what's up, ask questions, whatever. Banter about with fellow fans. So anyway, uh, as far as the podcast... Um, I'm going to be taking a little tiny vacation, and the reason for that is uh, episode three kind of led up to the beginning of Skyrim, and what I want to do is I want to play the game for a while and get a feel for the environment and stuff, and the episodes from now on, number one, I really don't want to spoil anything, and, and episode three got really close to spoiling some stuff. I try to keep it as vague as possible, but I, I want all the future episodes to be relevant to the actual game. So uh, I'm going to be visiting all the towns, meeting some of the people, killing people and st stuff, you know. One thing that came up in playing the game is that a great deal of stuff that's happened in Keeg's Quest is no longer relevant <laughs> because of Skyrim. Um, because when I recorded these things, I didn't know what Whiterun was like, and I didn't know exactly why you're being led to your execution in the beginning. So, um, there's gonna, the next episode is going to be kind of a damage control episode. 
assuring everybody that everything that's been happening in Keeg's Quest is indeed relevant to Skyrim, but things have changed. The, the next episode will pick up several months after the events in Episode 3. Uh, it'll, it'll give time for things to happen behind the scenes that will make the podcast make sense in relation to Skyrim. So things like, um, there's no Mage's Guild in Whiterun. Why is that? And what border was he crossing when he got... I mean, he in, in Episode 3, he was arrested for, you know, having a campfire or hanging out with undesirables or whatever. How did that change to crossing the border? So uh, we're going to have an episode dealing with all the inconsistencies and making everything make sense. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Another thing that I want to do in this waiting period is uh, I'm going to be listening to the voices in Skyrim. And um, what I've done thus far is try to approximate the voices that you've heard in Oblivion and um, to some extent Morrowind. There weren't really many humongous conversations there. But I I'd like to try to approximate some of the voices that are in Skyrim just so that it's more relevant to the world we're in now. Um, I may not be able to do it, and, and if that's the case, I'll just fall back to my Oblivion voices that I've been using for four years. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I can't tell you when the next episode will be. But number one, I want to give everyone else an opportunity to play the game too. I'll give myself an opportunity to play the game. So maybe like a month. If that's too long, let me know. This episode, episode three... <laughs> uh... I did it in less than a week, and um, which is kind of weird because the other ones, the first two episodes of the podcast, if you're not familiar with this story from the Dovahkiin podcast, what I would was doing was I would produce maybe a five to ten minute story, like a chapter, and they would attach it to the end of their podcast. And then the first episodes one and two of this podcast were basically just three of those stories mashed together. I threw in some narration and boom, it was out there. I did those months and months ago. And it would generally take me a week to do about ten minutes. This one I did in about three or four days. So if it sounds a little rushed, that's, that's why. I wanted to get it out before the 11th. Uh, I wanted to make sure that after I uploaded it, everyone had a chance to get a hold of it before the 11th. And that's unfortunately what happened with the fight scene. Um, I, I was not proud of it when I put it out. I, I just got a review on iTunes, actually. It was still a five-star review, but he said that the fight scene needed to work, and I could not agree with that more. It, it, it was kind of a rush job near the end. I mean, it was like, you know, getting to be like midnight on the 9th when I was mixing the thing down. I said, I, I'm just going to have to let this thing go the way it is just so everyone can get this before Skyrim Day, so... I do realize that that was problematic, and I apologize for that. And uh, future fight scenes, if any, will probably come with some sort of narration or will not be, you know, like a 15-on-one gangbang kind of thing. I'm going to try to have those make more sense in the future. And to just give you guys kind of an idea of what's going on behind the scenes, I'm, I'm going to kind of explain to you how how this all happens and what's involved in in making an episode of Keeg's Quest or, or any audio drama podcast happen. So, um, basically, the way audio drama works, you have to you have to do all the lines 
and then you have to split them up and line them all up. And you have to mix it. You have to add the sound effects. You have to add the music. And generally, the estimation that I've heard, and I've never timed this, but for every minute of audio that you put out, it takes about an hour, generally, give or take. So this last episode was 33 minutes and 43 seconds. So theoretically, it took about 33 hours to do. And, and I'm sure it took even longer than that because that's just the mixing process. The, the hour per minute thing is just the mixing. You've got the recording. You've got the writing. You've got all that stuff. Um, so I, I knocked that sucker out pretty quickly, and that's where the reference to Mountain Dew came in, because there were some all-nighters involved in that, and I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, I listened to that thing about 20 times. I was really proud of it. Except for the fight scene, which was a learning experience and hopefully won't be repeated. Episode 3 was the biggest thing I've ever mixed all at once. It, you know, I was, I was worried before about Skyrim breaking my computer, Episode 3 almost broke my computer. Because the way mixing works is, I think, I mean, and I know frickin' software engineer, but essentially every sound file that you see in Keeg's Quest, basically your computer opens all of those at the same time. So you plop them in here and blah, 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 and lay them out on the timeline. So essentially, I think, I, I archived the whole thing. All of my work files, I archived them and threw them on my backup drive, and it was about five gigs worth of files, all open at the same time. <laughs> and it literally took, as long, the episode's a half hour long, it took a half hour just to make that file. And if there was one little mistake, if there was a problem with one of the lines or there was a distortion somewhere, <laughs> I had to go back, fix it, remix the entire thing for another half hour so I spent a lot of time reading over the course of several hours putting the finishing touches on that but it was it was it was it was a great time but my, my computer hates me right now it's not very happy so I finally um, sacked up <laughs> and I uh, I called Bethesda and got directed to their director of marketing because I, I told them you know I want to use the music in my podcast and I want to be upfront about it and legitimate about it and while I'm not asking for you know an endorsement by them I just like to not be sued <laughs> for using their music also another thing in the next episodes I uh, pre-ordered the uh, Skyrim soundtrack which is four CDs so assuming that I get approval from Bethesda I'll be using that soundtrack from now on for the background music but anyway so I uh, I called. It was so I got their phone number. I call them up. She goes, Zenimax Media. And I went, Oh my God, I'm talking to Zenimax. I was like really excited. So I said, Yes, uh, my name is Rich Matheson, and I, I did the deep phone voice. My name is Rich Matheson, and uh, I'm doing a podcast based on Skyrim. And I would like to inquire as to the possibility of receiving permission from you to utilize your music in my podcast. She goes, Hold on, please, click, <laughs> and. Uh, so then I get the voicemail of Steve Perkins, who is the director of marketing at Bethesda. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. This is a multi-million dollar corporation who is planning a ginormous launch in three days. And I'm calling their director of marketing asking about my podcast. I mean, it was really stupid timing. So probably a month from now after he gets off a of vacation, he'll sue me. But so I, I called him twice, left voicemails, 
each one more apologetic than the last. And then I mentioned that I'm selling product. <laughs> I've gotten emails. I got one email from someone who's upgrading their standard edition to the collector's edition based on my recommendation. So I personally hope that doesn't suck. And um, I, I got an email from someone who's going to, I think it was a review, someone who's going to stop playing World of Warcraft to uh, play Skyrim. So, um, yay, podcast. So, yeah, the, um, World of Warcraft is probably going to factor in somehow to a future episode of uh, Keek's Quest. I'm going to basically throw the gauntlet down and talk smack about WoW. I, I've never played World of Warcraft. I played the original RTS Warcraft, which was brilliant. Um, but now I've got StarCraft. I have no need for that. So, um, yeah, it's the, the I got in a fight with the guy at my local GameStop. God bless him. I said, you know, I'm doing a podcast based on Skyrim. You should check it out. He goes, oh, I'm not going to play Skyrim. I said, excuse me? He goes, no, I, I'm a World of Warcraft fan. And I said, okay, but, you know, <laughs> it's Skyrim, dude. It, it's Skyrim. He goes, the world of Warcraft is a vast land and uh it's just so huge there's like 16 miles in skyrim but uh world of warcraft is is hundreds and thousands of miles of mountains and valleys and trolls and shit and i'm like dude just it's a freaking cartoon all right fine don't listen to my stupid podcast all right hey you are you a skyrim fan uh, i'm not a fan i just play it i said you guys are freaking pissing me off I'd like to put $100 down on my collector's edition, please. So I guess that's it for this campfire story time. Um, again, keep sending in your reviews. Keep sending me emails. Twitter me. Say hi. Um, I am, I, I've got the idea for the next episode already worked out. It's just a matter of recording it and laying down the details. I don't know how long that'll take. I'm, I'm hoping to have it in before a month from now. I know you guys are rolling your eyes and going, oh my god, a month? Are you kidding me? It'll probably be sooner than that, but I have to go through and find all the inconsistencies and patch them up so that the story still makes sense. Skyrim kind of threw me for a loop because a lot of the stuff that I've recorded is just not true. <laughs> so, uh, but in the end, it will all make sense. I'm very good at making sense of complete BS, so don't worry about that. I hope you enjoy the next episode. I can't wait to hear your comments on it, and I will talk to you soon. Party on, people.